Internet Explorer is a podcast that contains adult themes like discussions of corporate workflow systems over distributed mobile networks. If you're a young person who is still free and unencumbered by having to ever have discussions like this, run. Please, save yourself. Shoot me an email. Uh, I'll definitely touch base with you after I ping my supervisor, and then we'll just uh, we'll catch up over like a solid lunch. Maybe we can have like one a conference call um, and sit down and really hash some of this stuff out. I, w- I fucking love hashing shit out. Fuck. Uh, you know, I have a really good conference call voice. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Ring, ring. <laughs> Ready? Uh, hey, hey, it's the uh, it's the team down in Tulsa. Uh, can't wait for you to come visit next month, but tell us about the sales. Hi, Ryan, everyone uh, out in the Tulsa desk. Hey, how are you? This is New York. I'm here with Julia Furlon. Woo! She's sitting with me. Julia, can you hear us right now? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear, Katie. Great. So let's jump into it. Let's get started. Um, oh my we have God. a couple I'm things so on the agenda right here that um, we're going to get to. We have, um, we're going to do a show. We have a couple news items for the, uh, the top of the show. Uh, then we're going to have a discussion of uh, Slack group. And then we're also going to have a great guest, uh, Adrian Jeffries. And I think that uh, by the time that we wrap this up, um, I'll send around a couple bullet points. And I think we'll be ready to move on to the next step. Oh. Everyone great? I didn't know that was my fetish, but that is my <laughs> fetish. Welcome to Internet Explorer. We're talking about everyone's favorite thing, which is... Slack, <laughs> a, a, a workplace chat app. If you combined all of your least favorite parts about Twitter and LinkedIn and created a thing that you have to use for your job, that's what Slack would be. Um, and we'll be talking about uh, how it's affecting our lives. Ryan, I disagree with you wholeheartedly here um, on multiple points, including that my conference call voice is sexy. I find it actually like, I feel like that's the voice you hear in hell after you die. Oh, see, I feel like you <laughs> made me realize that I have like a fine dom thing, but it's not paying women. It's like women treating me with like the cold professional politeness of like a boardroom meeting. <laughs> Before we get into talking about Slack, we're going to talk about some some hot internet news. Ryan, what's the news? Chewbacca Lady. So I somehow, like, missed Chewbacca Lady. Like, you, you know how sometimes you just you just miss stuff? Like- yes. Nothing about it makes you think that it's important. Like, you, it just looks like a woman doing a silly thing. Basically, it's a woman who tries on a Chewbacca mask, and she likes the mask, and that's pretty much it. Um, And she's just, like, sitting in her car... Yeah. Wearing a Chewbacca mask, just yeah. kind of being in it. Yes! Now watch when my mouth actually moves. <laughs> That's not me making that noise, it's the mask! Here, listen. Oh, I'm such a happy Chewbacca! <laughs> worth every penny (laughs) (laughs) it is really funny i mean when i saw that this is now like the most watched live video of all time it did make me happy because i don't like organized fun on the internet 
I know that's sort of ironic because like I do a podcast about the internet and I work for BuzzFeed, but in my heart, in my in my trolliest of troll hearts, I want to see just a random weirdo becoming famous overnight by accident for like a dumb thing they do. Yeah. Like, I don't want like an Oreo moment. I want uh like I guess I don't want to say da- damn Daniel moment, but like I remember like during the damn Daniel day that was really exciting because like two random kids did a dumb thing and then everyone was excited about it. Like I don't want I don't want brands up my shit, you know. I feel like, you know, I'm I'm working on a theory now, Ryan. You're Tell me for, about it. You ready for my theory? Yes. So you mentioned Damn Daniel, the Chewbacca Mask Lady. Um, these are both like things that are funny, but it's really hard to explain why or like even understand. Like there's it's kind of like kind of anti humor, I guess, but it's not that thought out. It's like it's purely just kind of dumb. It's something that would like crack up your one friend, but yet weirdly people love. Like Damn Daniel is like I th- think we've talked about this. It's inherently not funny. It's just a kid making fun of another kid's shoes on the schoolyard, like yeah. and saying Damn Daniel over and over again. Um but yet somehow when you watch it you're like I love this. Yeah. Um I feel like I I don't know why this is now like the dominant mode of internet humor is like just weird shit that's kind of not that funny, but it's only funny because it's stupid. I get what you're saying. This is like, there's nothing to know. There's no secret to Damn Daniel. There's no, oh, I'm the insider who gets the joke with Chewbacca last lady. Like, it's just kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, so wait, what's your theory? I don't know what the theory is. I was hoping <laughs> we were going to come up with part two of it. I was, I was, wait, say, I was waiting for you to like... I'm, I'm lining up the dominoes. I need you to come uh, and knock them down. I was waiting for you to like say something incredibly interesting. Um, yes, I agree with you that... Uh, okay, uh, I'm going to put on my TED Talk mm-hmm. uh, jeans and blazer with like a, yeah. like a fucking dad front butt look thing yeah, going on. Yeah, I want know? the... Do you have the um, the like wireless microphone yeah. thing that was like Britney Spears wears? I don't, I, I don't know the TED Talk sound, but like play, <laughs> Julia, when we do this, play the TED Talk sound. I think that as technology becomes more mobile and thus more intimate, uh, what we actually end up with is a more pure form of the human experience done over the internet. So what you're actually seeing is uh, a stripping down of pretension and also a uh, dissolution of uh, the barrier between two people uh, on the internet. So we're actually, we feel like we're with Chewbacca Lady or Damn Daniel. And there's no need for setting up what we're watching. We just experience it. So we're going to take a quick break uh, for an ad. When we come back, we're going to talk to Adrian Jeffries of Motherboard about the work chat program Slack. If you want to join the Internet Explorer Slack, God help you, you can sign up with your email at ie420memelords.herokuapp.com. It's complicated, but just just go with it. So we did a weird experiment this week. Ryan and I created a Slack channel for listeners of the Internet Explorer podcast. Um, <laughs> just, just see what happens. First, like the first question is who listens to this show, <laughs> and then secondly is like how do we communicate with them best because, like Twitter is sort of limiting, and Facebook pages are sort of not built for podcasts. So we thought Slack. Why not Slack? Like what yeah. what what would happen if we just invited a hundred people into a Slack room? <laughs> yeah. So I think 
first, obviously, we have to explain what Slack is for anyone who doesn't know. And it's yeah. pretty simple. It's um, Slack is the name of the company that makes a chat program that is targeted mainly for workplaces. So right. it is like a big chat room for your office workers. You can have like a classic, you know, chat functioning thing. You can have sub rooms, you know, um, you can do DMing with people. It's supposed to be like a productivity tool. Um, we use it at BuzzFeed. You know, we have different rooms for different departments. You know, the sales team all has a channel. The, you know, the engineers have a channel. The uh, news team has a channel, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, and, you know, for us, it works, I think, fairly well. I mean, we we have some different opinions about it. But you can yeah, also... Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. You can... Anyone can create a free one. So, we, you know, we have a big corporate paid account um, but like, for example, I'm a huge fan of the Howard Stern show and I don't know that many other fans of the Howard Stern show. And I've always thought, man, <laughs> I wish I could just like talk to other Howard Stern fans. And so I created a Slack, uh, group just for Howard Stern fans and invited anyone who wanted to join. Um, and it's kind of fun. And Slack's whole, th- like Slack's whole thing is, you know, corporate communication, fun, you know, like, like having, having work be fun and convenient and organized and so we thought like well let's sort of put slack to the test like what happens if we were to use slack as a way to replace twitter and 4chan and reddit like all of these like other places of discussion that happen on the internet what if we just try to put all of the internet explorer fans that were interested into one team in one slack group basically yeah so I would not describe this as something that went <laughs> super well. No. Uh, uh, we were yeah. immediately hit by some technical issues. That I, Technical issues is not quite the right way of describing it. It's not like it was a bug or something. No. I mean, we, we were sort of just using the software wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, So, yeah. I thought that if you just sent out a link that has like a, you know, sort of the sign up link that people could just request to join and then I don't know maybe you just approve them or maybe they just automatically join um you know like a chat room thing yeah like, um, an R- like an IRC room which is a very common thing like for like uh the hacking community and 4chan and stuff which is just like a a, a chat room you can just ju- jump into right. I thought it would be like, like that anyone can just join um but instead you can only add people either by uh, an email domain, like, for example, anyone at BuzzFeed.com with BuzzFeed.com and their email can join. But you can't just make it like Gmail.com. It won't no. let you do that. And so it turned out what we had to do is you had to add everyone individually by email address. So everyone had to like DM me their email address over Twitter. Which you'll and now be receiving lots to... of great deals um, right. uh, for Amazon products with. <laughs> Guess what? You guys all just signed up for some newsletters about Ryan's eBooks. Here we go. <laughs> I, I do want to say, though, that Internet Explorer fans did do quite well with it. We basically, when we invited everyone, we said, just do what you want with it because we wanted to see what – what people would do with Slack when you remove all of the need to work. So it just became a completely entertainment tool. And so I'm going to read off some of the rooms that got started, okay? Mm-hmm. So we've got Dank Memes Room. We've got the Dank Memes Room. Yeah. We have uh, the Bud Light Lime Room, which was created by a friend of the show, Brian Feldman. Nice. We have the Diane Ream Room, which is literally just a guy live posting about what he's listening to on NPR. We've got uh, Juggalo Fam. Uh, we've got Make Furries Great Room. 
Uh, we have the Rare Pepe's room, the SpongeBob room. The main room is really fast moving. Uh, Brian Feldman programmed in a lot of uh, bot commands. When you say a certain keyword like Katie or Ryan, it'll automatically, you know, say something stupid or put an image. Um, thanks, Brian. Appreciate it. People even met up, realized they worked in the same building and met up in real life and posted, you know, pictures of them together. You know, a lot of cool banter. It's it's sort of sort of wonderful. I love that like everyone's sort of new to troll it, the shit out of it the minute they got into this room or got into this group. Um, I mean that's all I can hope for, I guess. I mean, but it's funny. I mean, Ryan, you and I have very different opinions about how we like Slack, and I yes. I believe there's a couple of reasons for that. So you hate it. I I think it is a terrible product. I think it is the worst things about Twitter and the worst things about LinkedIn. And it's just, like, fucking confusing. Like, I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. So, I love it, but I think <laughs> I am very aware that it poses a giant distraction to me and is probably counterproductive to my workflow. I mean, actually, I wouldn't say probably, like, 100% is counterproductive to me producing content for our website. Nothing makes me more anxious than having, like, that third message thing happen where it's like, do I answer this or not? <sighs> I know that's crazy. I know that's crazy. I know that's crazy. And but but I will say, this morning, before the U.S. had woken up, it, the Slack room was full of like a bunch of Internet Explorer fans from like all over the world, and it was really weird. And everyone was just like sharing weird shit. And for a brief moment, I was like, "Wow, this is awesome." Um, I will. I want to give a special shout out to uh, the one person that I banned. Someone had to get banned. You know, that's just the way it works. Um, you got to ban one person just to show everyone who's boss. You know, it's like when you go to prison <laughs> and you got to beat up the biggest guy on the first day. I think you just have like, I think you have a lot of power problems that you take out on your, your digital communities. I just, you know, here's the problem with any chat room. Someone's going to be the chat hog and you got to nip that in the bud. I think you want to be the chat hog and that's why it, it threatens you. I think you feel threatened. Yeah. Well, you know, okay, fine. But you know what? I'm the admin, so I can see what I want. Man. Mod rules. Mod I, rules. So when it was just me alone in the Slack this morning, I was fostering a community of openness and collaboration. And in the spirit of that, I want to give a shout out to the 69th member of the uh, BuzzFeed Internet Explorer Slack community, Yorick Dupont. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter, Y-O-R-I-C-K-D-U-P-O-N. He was the 69th person to sign up. Oh, hell uh, yeah. And it was awesome. It was, it was fucking nice. That's by that far was. our sexiest member, purely by dint of being number 69. Yeah. So we have joining us Adrian Jeffries, who is the managing editor of Motherboard, which Hello. is... Hi. Hi, Adrian. How are you? I'm good. Motherboard is a website about technology for Vice. You recently quit Slack. Your whole yes. team did. The whole team quit Slack. That's right. Last week, we all quit Slack at the same time, and we did it publicly. So Why? First of all, I've just said that like it's so brave, but uh, it's there, so were brave. Of, don't, don't, <laughs> there were don't, lots don't of there were lots of people. <laughs> I mean, it's like I'm thinking, you know, Harriet Tubman, Betsy Ross, <laughs> you, Edward Snowden. Yeah, Edward yeah. Snowden. He's really our hero. You. Those are those are the heroes. Um. Well, so we did it because we had been feeling like we were 
spending too much time talking in Slack. And the thing about Slack is that when you're talking to other smart people about stories, it kind of feels like you're doing work. It It's like it triggers the same parts of your brain as doing actual reporting or writing or editing. So I think people were feeling subconsciously like they were getting things done when they weren't. And I just thought, like, let's step back from this thing and see what it is that we really need it for. Mm-hmm. So once you guys got rid of Slack, what did you replace it with? For the first week, we replaced it with email and Gchat. So uh, Gchat was kind of minimal. We did a couple uh, calls, Skype, Google Hangouts calls with the editors in Canada and the UK. And then we did a lot of in-person talking. So how did everyone on your team feel about it? So I posted 3,000 words about this, titled (laughs) An Oral History of Our Week Without Slack. So people had different reactions. Most people said they enjoyed being able to focus without the interruptions of Slack. I think for writers and editors, we... uh, get a lot done with unbroken chunks of time. Uh, The remote offices felt very disconnected, which Mm -hmm. is bad, obviously. And at least one writer said he felt like he was less productive because he was, he felt like he was missing out on what was going on in the world and what was going on on the site. And he also felt like his ideas are better when he can hash them out with the group. Mm -hmm. I guess so. So Slack, you know, sort of bills itself as this amazing productivity tool that, like, this is the thing that's going to fix all the annoying things about work, like email chains where it's forward, 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 forward. Hey, can you see below and take care of this? You know, that's like an annoying thing to get for work. But in reality, it sounds like it's making its own set of complications. Do you think that, I mean, is this just a tool that, You know, it's only as good as the people using it are responsible to not be, like, distracting themselves. Or is there something just inherently flawed in the system of, like, let's migrate all your workflow to a chat room? I think that it's both. Slack pitches itself as a replacement for email, and supposedly everyone hates email. But email is at least asynchronous, so you can respond to something not immediately. Mm Mm-hmm. Chat is, everything is, respond to me right now. So even if the thing you're asking for, you don't need it right now, you, the fact that you're sending it in an instant message suggests that you do. So I think there's something inherent in the fact that it's chat that makes people behave differently on it. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was talking about this with Katie. Slack gives me a lot of anxiety for many reasons. Like one is the social aspect, which sort of adds this dimension to the workplace that is sort of frustrating. Right. Where it's like, yeah. oh, I have to keep like, talking to you because I don't want to be rude, but then I don't also want to be like the goober that ruins the fun time in Slack. There's... That is me on my team. I'm the goober <laughs> who turned off gifts. No. That, oh, wow. That, that's <laughs> No fun, Adrian. That's what they all call you. Yeah, yeah. That's high level goober work there. Good for you. I think there are also some other things about the design of Slack that make it unproductive. First of all, Slack looks like a candy shop. It's very mm-hmm. colorful and has cute design and cute little rounded edges and there is no I've played around with all the themes I have it down to the most stripped down most basic like most monotone design possible and it still looks to me like a toy yeah yeah I kind of can't help thinking that like 
Slack wants to be kind of fun. And that's partly what makes it distracting and at the end of the day kind of unproductive. And like the reality is and like, you know, it's trying to be a solution to email because email's not fun. Email sucks. But like the reality is that, you know, work requires doing some unfun stuff. Right. Like. There's just some shit you have to do that right. kind of fucking sucks like at your job. Like this podcast right now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that like if your job requires answering a bunch of emails, like it's probably not that much fun, but you got to do it. That's why they pay you money. It's a job. Right. Um, and that this may be sort of this like trying to trick us into thinking that our jobs like are more fun because it's like. I'm having fun in my little chat room as opposed to like I am doing the nuts and bolts work that I need to do to accomplish my work. Right. And I think that that idea is great of trying to make work fun, but also still work. But I just don't think that that is what ends up happening. It's like, anyways, point is, if you're listening to this podcast right now, get back to work. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Go, go get back on Slack and keep up with all of your inter office memes. Adrian, we've had uh, our Slack experiment running this whole episode, which has been an in- interesting look into the uh, the id of our uh, show's audience. And they want to know, are there things that you would do to make Slack better? Like, what what do you think it's missing or needs to be fixed? Have they? They're not. Are they listening live? No, they're just. Uh, Oh, oh, oh. Actually, yeah, Julia's telling uh, telling them what we're talking about. They're, they're okay. currently actually, uh, if I'm understanding correctly, like like you said, it's sort of hard to keep up. But from what I can understand, is they're actually helping one of our listeners who is in high school cheat on her homework. <laughs> I do not condone this, by yeah. the way, for the record. Like as as all of our parental advisors on this show start, don't listen to the show if you're in high school. But apparently, that's what's happening. But the. In between helping this girl cheat, they want you to know. They want to know what you think. Okay. Well, now I'm curious about about whether like high schoolers are creating their own Slack rooms just for fun. But um, for what Slack can do, definitely, I think the design could look a little less cheery. I think it looks like a play school set, um, and that does like have a psychological effect. That's much like <laughs> Ryan and Mai's weekend's orgies. Once yeah. you get <laughs> into this <laughs> awkward threesome, you cannot leave. It's, yeah. just, it's just awkward, you know? Um, oh, Adrian, we, we, got a, we got an answer for your high schooler question. Okay. So uh, Emma from the Internet Explorer uh, Slack room says that uh, they rolled out Slack for their student paper, and now <laughs> people join who may or may not be involved with the paper just because they're jealous of all the cool Slack banter going on. Oh, wow. So so the future journalists of America have already been ruined. Slack is perfect for teens. (laughs) Yeah. This should be part of of your guys' angle. I think that Slack should pivot to marketing itself for teens Mm -hmm. and away from boring adult office places. Yeah. All right. I think we solved the whole problem right here. Um, You're welcome, Slack. So you you guys, Motherboard is going to go back on Slack, but in a modified way. Right. We are actually already back on Slack this week, but only for direct messages and for one very formalized room that people are not allowed to speak freely in. <laughs> Sounds ideal. Yes. Rule with an iron fist, Adrian. Um, Thank you. Adrian Jeffries, managing editor of Motherboard. Thank you so Thank much you for so coming much. in and talking with us about Slack. 
Thank you for having me. Can I plug our podcast? Please Go do. For it. Go for it. So I am co-producer on Radio Motherboard, which is Motherboard's podcast. We come out weekly, and uh, you can subscribe on iTunes or wherever podcasts are found. Great. So I wanted to do a quick update. Um, this is I recorded this the, the day after we recorded the episode uh, this week because there have been some insane developments in the Internet Explorer Slack group. They're they're making like new rooms every couple minutes. Um, it sort of feels like that South Park episode where Cartman mixes jizz with sea monkeys and the sea monkeys act out all of human history in a fish tank in like 12 hours. Or like a Futurama episode where Bender does the same thing with like little people that live on him while he's jettisoned through space and he becomes God. Anyways, it's basically like in, let's say, 48 hours, the Internet Explorer Slack group has gone through like every stage of social media development um, and is just barreling straight towards 4chan. Like, it's, it is just incredible. Um, has this changed my mind on Slack? Mm, maybe. I'm definitely having more fun in the Internet Explorer Slack than my work Slack, which might be a really bad problem for productivity. We shall see. So yeah, that's that's all we have to say about that because I don't want to talk about Slack ever again. If you want to join the Slack room, please do. It's really fun. Um, the link to sign up is kind of weird. It's ie420 meme lords, obviously, dot herokuapp.com. That's H-E-R-O-K-U-A-P-P.com. Um, thanks to Adrian Jeffries uh, from Vice's Motherboard to come in, who came in and talked to us about their experience with Slack. Thanks to Julia Furlon, uh, who if she was a member of our new Slack group, she would be the guy who I kicked out. Uh, JK, it- no, she would be uh, she would be Natalie, who's very nice and seems to be a normal person. Okay. So if Eleanor Kagan was a member of our new Internet Explorer Slack community. She would be the user that I think has the best Slack name of anyone, which mm-hmm. is PussyHo666. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it to that one. That's good. Thanks to Meg Kramer, who, if she was a member of our uh, Slack channel, she would be Slackbot. Um, I also want to give a shout-out to Cool Dank Memes Studios, CDM Studios. They're like our Slack bot or our Slack channel host um, who doesn't let us have more than 100 people in here at once. Yeah. I mean, Although actually, we actually haven't tested that. Next time I'm in New York, let's try, to, let's try to fill a studio with as many people as we can. Wasn't that like a hot fad in like the 60s, like uh, filling people into like an elevator box or whatever? Not elvator, uh Telephone. Yeah, that, that was, was a fad. That was like a hot fad. Or like, <laughs> what, a, um, what a cool fad. Or trying to put people, as many people as possible, into like a Volkswagen bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, we, should, pe- we should bring that back. People from the past were fucking lame. <laughs> you know? I mean, that's like kind of, it's like what we have now, like the cinnamon challenge. You know how you look back in history and you're like, why was everyone like fucking putting a stick in a giant hoop and like taking it down the road? You know? Yeah. Like, what's uh-huh. our version of that? Is it like hoverboards? Ho- hoverboards? Is it hoverboards? Yeah. <laughs> and that's and that pretty much puts uh that closes the book on our conversation about Slack. So <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly more fun than rolling a wood hoop around with a stick. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
Do you mean infinite jest in terms of the actual book? Because I haven't read it and I have no idea if that's what it means. Or do you mean like it's infinitely funny? Oh, no, I mean it in the book, which I only got. Like, I was imagining perhaps you just mean like it's infinitely funny. Oh, no, I, no, no. Um, I have no idea what the book is about. Never read it. 